Today's episode is sponsored by the Radio Cosmos Gemini Croquet Contest. One winner and a guest will win a trip to Flostin Paradise in the Angel Constellation. You'll join Ruby Rod for two days in paradise, plus tickets to see Diva Plava Laguna. Use promo code SUPERGREEN for 10 extra entries. Now let's fire up those time circuits. <laughs> Set it to 1997, because today, the Brothers Bear Podcast is joining me in traveling back in time to revisit the fifth element. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am one of two hosts. I'm Santos Medrano, and as oh, or usually as we have Freddie Morales around. He is currently uh, busy. He's get he's setting up his new studio. So we're gonna be doing some crossover episodes. So for this episode, we're doing a full on Brothers Bear network crossover yeah that's right ladies and gentlemen the co-host my co-host on the brothers bear podcast my brother that's right he's here to join me on the brother i mean the 88 <laughs> what the hell <laughs> that's right ladies and gentlemen it is carlos madrano from the 88 god damn it <laughs> Wait, no, you, you said it correctly no You're... i was about to say from the 88 miles per hour podcast. oh okay never mind never mind <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah ladies and gentlemen that voice you hear right there he's from the brothers bear podcast and this is our huge crossover episode we'll call it the brothers bear miles per hour podcast oh look at that there you go. <laughs> yeah that's right ladies and gentlemen all right so for people tuning in and you know they don't know who you are uh fill us in on you and the brothers bear podcast it's funny because like I have a feeling like you've never really spoken to the audience about your other podcast, so I'm the one. Oh, I have at the end. I know, but, that, but that's the vibe I'm getting. He's like, "Do you not talk about us? Like, <laughs> do we not exist?" Uh, yeah, it, but the Brothers Bear podcast. I'm the other the the other half of the show um, where we talk about you know comic book movies, games, and just pop culture references and. And then our everyday lives where we show, uh, tell stories about us being, you know, dads and how that relates to what we've been talking about for years since, uh, I think, 2012, I believe. Yeah, 2012. Um, Here's a little taste of the Brothers Bear podcast. Two segments from the show. Episode 5, Rugrats and Daft Punk. And episode 12, Biopic. One, two, he was from the frighteners. Daisies and the frighteners. Yeah, the frighteners. You know, yeah. I should have said that one because <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, the from the frighteners. All in all, that movie's good because yeah. it got Bow Wow, and then like that's why I didn't want to see him. Like, get out of here. I saw like Mike, and I wasn't a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that that actually liked like Mike. Oh really? Yeah, he Did he see it. the sequel too? <laughs> like uh... Mike again, or I don't know what it's called. Like Mike Two or something like. Oh man, the second one's horrible. It's I see with the I, kid, right? Yeah, the little the what's his the name? The kid from uh, Bad Santa. Or whatever. 
Oh, it's from Bad Santa? No, no, the little, little white chubby kid from Bad Santa is in Like Mike 2. Oh, I and, thought it was, what's his name? The Jonathan Lipnicki? The- well, no, all right. So the, the kid that takes over, uh, it's sad that I know this, but the, <laughs> <laughs> the kid that takes, who's uh, Bow Wow's, oh, no, is it Bow Wow? Yeah, the kid. <laughs> it is Bow Wow. Yeah. We're going to just do this. I mean, photography. I mean, it's filmography right now. Um. We call this the Bow Wow episode. <laughs> Bow Wow Wow. <laughs> I like this one. We think you should too. <laughs> Grab a skate or maybe two. <laughs> I like Bow Wow. Movies. <laughs> I like Bow Wow. We, somewhere Weird Al's listening to this He's like Oh man that's a good song <laughs> Oh my Weird Al's listening Oh shit He's part he of He's part of our Downloads <laughs> He's just He's been listening for a while He's just waiting for that one episode yeah. He's like I knew Brothers Bear Was gonna give me gold <laughs> And next thing you know We're like And again Number one hit By Weird Al Yankovic Give me Bow Wow What the fuck <laughs> so mad. And we're gonna tie everybody That was us Yeah what Whatever. Sure, you did. We oh. released this episode right here. We're gonna be like Carlos Mencia. No, I did it first. I have it in a back catalog. Stupid. <laughs> uh, and honestly, anybody who's like actually trying to skate, good for you. Because I had some skates like that. Yeah, once. we're not making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get sad. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. I, I went to grounds, and you know, it's been it's been chill. Uh, but today, it it, it kind of it went from zero to hundred in a heartbeat. <laughs> because because of COVID, yeah, uh, a lot of like they would hire like outside contractors to do certain things. Oh, okay. But because of COVID, uh, the 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 Gopher Exterminator people, oh, they didn't okay. hire it. So they oh. had us do it. <laughs> oh, really? Did you see a gopher pop up and start dancing? So, I'm all right. <laughs> like we were like looking for a like gopher hose, and then we were like gassing them out. But in my oh, head, uh, but in my head, I was like, I don't want to do this. What you murder? What's wrong with you? I mean, I, we never saw any proof of it. So, but like, if I could shrink like all <laughs> tiny, I would be like, go oh, get out of. Like I felt bad. Like I kept thinking of um, Fantastic Mr. Fox when they're like trying to get away. <laughs> so in my head, I just kept hearing ding, 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 like all this stuff. I was like, "Go, go first, go, <laughs> run!" It's it's literally like the Titanic. There's a gopher mom reading to her gopher kids, <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then two gopher old people laying in the bed uh. <laughs> while you're on cast. The Brothers Bear Podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Now back to the show. Uh, obviously, you know, the show has changed and we rebranded and, you know, we went from a three host to two hosts. And uh, originally that was supposed to be the show. It was just about... To be two of us, but then you yeah. thought it'd be like this big a friend, in. and then he ended up staying with us longer yeah. than expected. Because my thing was for those of you who aren't from Southern California, 
there's a show called a morning show on K. It was K Rock, the Kevin and Bean show. So the main hosts were Kevin and Bean. And I thought like, oh, what if we have like a Lisa May or something like someone that's just there that would laugh at our jokes and every now and again would speak up. But it'll be us. And, you know, maybe we'll bring other people around, but it's always us. And what ended up happening was like, yeah, (laughs) we had so much fun the first episode. We're like, well, fuck it, just bring them on again. You know, like I wasn't planning on having more than one episode. I just thought, let's just let's just see how how it is with you and I talk kind of like the Todd Glass show. It's Todd Glass, but he had other peeps on the show with him, you know, but it's still that's what I was anticipating because we were inspired so much by like the comedy podcast of the early days that we would listen to. And that's kind of what well, we were like, yeah. yeah, how it started. We're like, dude, like, you know, you you had your podcast in which I told the story on uh, we were on guests on this other podcast where I told them that I'm like, no lie. My brother and his friends were hit up by Cholos because of their podcast name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, my old uh, co-host at the time. Uh, I think they were at a gig or, or something. I want to know. I, I want to say it was a it was a gig, and there's yeah some some gangster came up to him being like, "Hey, you guys got to change the name." Like the fact that they knew who they were, yeah, made, made me laugh. But it's, it was just like, "Yeah, man, you guys got to change your name." It's like it's th- like cholos are listening to a podcast yeah. and they're like, "Wait a minute, I don't like this name." <laughs> I mean. I- uh, yeah, they threatened them to change the name. Yeah, why? Like we weren't gang affiliated or anything like that. It was just we were called the Bridgetown Podcast. Obviously, Bridgetown, you know, very gang affiliated. Yeah, and they took it like, oh no, you better. Oh, no, oh, it was a threat, but also too, they wanted us to pay for the name as well. So stupid, like, like the we were, mafia. Like we were paying for protection or something from other <laughs> from other podcasts or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, the, the, the surrounding cities have their own podcasts too right own, hey, uh, if you don't want to have adam carolla come after you you can uh, pay us <laughs> we'll protect I'm, you i'm pretty sure they were either like crossfaded or something because like I, they I, were I, crossfit what do you cross, mean crossfaded oh <laughs> yeah they're were, they were, they were doing crossfit at a gig <laughs> but yeah after that the, they I, whoever was trying to hit them up realized that they didn't care like they had like a like a yeah i mean they just brushed it off and then right at the end they're like well you know it's funny though like that was it like he, he ended up like <laughs> it's like look doggy i like the show it's funny it makes me laugh <laughs> it ended up being like a backhanded compliment because they went from a you know almost a death threat or pay up threat to like well well it's funny good job and then he walked away hey, well that's probably what happened like the the cholo was listening to the podcast with his buddies they're like hey this is a funny podcast maybe we could get some money off of it nah but we like it it's funny and then they went up to your friends and then that's <laughs> they were like, probably, in reality they were probably trying to start their own like uh remember that gangland show but they're like oh how do, how do cholos make podcasts they're like oh let's call it bridge down and then i don't know where and they, then when they entered the information on apple they're like <laughs> bridge down podcast taken what what the fuck doggy <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what happened that's really what happened huh? <laughs> they're all like all like all fashion all right you know they're creating the website they 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 got it all set up and then nope taken <laughs> they're like fuck all right we're gonna call ourselves the i don't know i couldn't think of anything i, I, I honestly I, I mean i don't know why like in movies whenever it's somebody who who's not like computer oriented they always do like 
the like the one finger the, tip, yeah right? yeah and it's like <laughs> it's like dude everyone knows how to type like i don't know why they always do that in movies <laughs> you know the the one movie that reminds me of that is a uh, ninja turtle secret of the ooze <laughs> 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 when they're at the lab and then uh donatello sits down and he's like and he's like doing his one thing all right ooze and then like all right and then that's always it always reminds me of that movie i don't know why <laughs> that's how i learned how to type was watching ninja turtles <laughs> all right larry's the gentleman well today this special episode i i let i always leave it up to the guests i'm like hey what what movie you want to do and it, it was like one of those where he was like debating for the like like man this is hard like now that i gotta decide like what movie and trust me like I even thought, like, man, what is it? And out of nowhere, he just, he's like, the only movie I could think of is The Fifth Element. So, like, I always ask my guests, like, why why The Fifth Element? What made you want to decide to do that one? Uh, honestly, because I just recently learned a new fun fact about the movie. Uh, that was oh, the reason why. Uh, but also, too, it's just, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> just, I just, I kept thinking, because, I mean, the last time I was a guest on your show, I mean, I was dying. <laughs> That was the, yeah. the uh, was it, wait, Nacho Libre? No, no, no. no. It was Galaxy Quest. You've oh, been Galaxy. on yeah, yeah. twice. Galaxy Quest and then La Bamba. Okay, so for Galaxy Quest, like, yeah, the last time I was here, I mean, I wasn't even there. Like, if any of your fans actually remember that, but yeah. I was slowly dying in the inside of, of, of us, us finding out about the world and COVID and yeah we joked about us like me having covid and then it turns out i did have covid yeah. during that whole show. <laughs> but i mean i know you guys have done other episodes where i want i'm like oh they already did that movie oh they already did that movie and i don't know why i kept trying to think like well you've already i know you guys done half baked uh because of like a 420 show a while back too yeah so i'm like trying to think like what's some movie they have not touched and then you asked me like something that you know we can quote or or that we vote you know reminisce on or, or whatever and for a quick second i thought about the iron giant but i was like no i want something funny and then i was like well what's something that's funny to both of us and then that's when the fifth element popped in my head because i wanted to <laughs> i was going to share it on the other on our other show but then i was like well we can talk about it even more with this and if anything we'll 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 just talk about it on our show as well. Yeah, but yeah. The the fifth element was the the only movie that popped in my head. That's so I was like, element. you know, let's talk about the fifth element. Yeah, and I'm, I'm you know what? I, out of all the years that I've done eighty eight, I'm shocked I've never even done the fifth element either because it's fifth element was one of those that I constantly played over and over, and it's just like I don't know. It's it just it's crazy that. We never saw it. I wanted to see it in the theaters, but we never saw it. But the first time I saw a poster or anything was the fifth element was it was during our days when when dad would take us to commerce theaters. Oh, okay. And and we were sitting wait, I don't know what movie we we're gonna see. All right. So we were sitting waiting for the movie. And this is before like, you know, they used to do the freaking like hey like amc theaters or or the stupid like before people died in the movie theaters for or not i know it's some tragic stuff has happened in the world but like the amc thing where the the seats kind of yeah like, but i don't know where there's only three people in the audience yeah what? like the whole audience disappears and what happens you to know? everybody else like i would hate that i'm like oh i'm about to see him <laughs> just go into the ground 
<laughs> Every time we saw that, where the three people lift up in a in a forest while the rest of the theater gets smashed. I think like it's two or three people that still end up watching the movie while the other rest goes into the ground. <laughs> it's like, wait a second, that was a full audience, and now it's just three people. I don't know if it, I don't think this was AMC's. This was Edwards. Edwards had like the dancing. Like fucking film the movie, strip, yeah, the film strip. <laughs> he was like surfing at one point too. Yeah, he's like surfing a film, like a a film canister. But what I loved was uh the the critic. <laughs> the critic made fun of that, where it has like the film. <coughs> The film strip comes out of the canister, right? And he starts tap dancing. Da, 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 da. And then it's next to the film projector. And he gets, he's like, he gets sucked in. He's like, ah! and he gets sucked in. And then a little kid uh, film strip pops up like, daddy, daddy. <laughs> daddy. Where are you, daddy? <laughs> oh, you know what? It's like, I do remember that. <laughs> oh man and it's just like I, I don't know why the first time i saw that it made me laugh it might actually be the simpsons critic episode i think that's where it's from but i just remember it like yeah like they always had like the stupid oh or i don't know if you remember this you may have been i mean you're young but i don't because this is when in high school when i would go to the movies with with lewis and all my friends and all of that they always had these stupid kids be like holding up like a, a, a can of Coke or whatever. It'd be like, this is my uh, Pips. I mean, a Coke movie. Like they would direct the yeah, short film that. that was always stupid. Like, hey, uh, can I get a soda? Sorry, we're all out. What? Du-du-du-du. And that was it. Like it was always cheap. Yeah, we were actually talking about because I just recently saw the Batman uh, on Friday. And we were talking about that, like the, the history of like beginning stuff. Because there was a time where we we're. I think it was Edwards where it was like the roller coaster after the film strip guy. There was like the roller coaster. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, I think there was one too where it was like a speed chase. I don't know if that was AMC. That's the thing, like, kind of. Is it the grandma? Yeah, that one. That one. (laughs) That's the one I remember. Uh, That one I remember for a while. Um, Damn it. Honestly, I don't remember when I saw it, but when I did, like, I know I was with you. And from there, it just became like a movie we would just joke and talk about like there uh, to this day like you and i if i you ask me for oh do you want more it's never oh do you want <laughs> or, more? Or, or, or more like you want some more <laughs> yeah it's always that. like if it's it, it, my question is if you want some more and to this day like i could only do that i think jonathan i could do that with too my buddy because he knows the movie too yeah because him and i we yeah every time like if, if, if there's like a, a serious moment where or, or unsure it's always like yeah because i have one friend who i could do this with but it's always like cover my right away you know so it, yeah. it, that movie just became a movie that i can quote with certain people if i'm trying to get a reaction i'm trying to get a response yeah for something that i need and yeah the, <laughs> you want some more and then cover my man you know i got no matches i got no man you know especially because a bunch of my friends are just you know start smoking if i knew i would have smoked yeah. <laughs> if somebody asks like hey man you got a light i'm like oh, i i got no matches in I have no fire. I have no matches. I see no matches. I have no matches. I start smoking. If I knew, me father, you smoke. We need some matches, matches. We need some fire. We we gonna die. That's the thing.
thing about this movie, man. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how many times, honestly, I've seen this movie, but it's still good. When I when I rewatched it for this, for this episode to prepare and get some notes down, like I was still enjoying it. I was still laughing like like one of my favorite scenes like because the actor does it so well is one of the first like early scenes in the movie is when corbin walks out of his door and it's the guy wearing like oh, the yeah. fake thing on his head <laughs> yeah give me the guy <laughs> i like that <laughs> and then that's when he's like he's like are you wearing the what what kind of gun is that and he tells him whatever he's like oh it's not loaded he's like what do you mean it's not loaded and then he's like you gotta press the button and he's like <laughs> he's like laughing <laughs> give me the cash been here long yeah no good enough come on give me the cash is that a z140 alleviated titanium no charge assault model yeah yeah hmm Good thing for me, it's not loaded. <laughs> what do you mean it's not loaded? Well, you have to, have to push that little yellow button to load it. <laughs> Take your time. Oh, God. You want me to? Okay. There you go. Give me the gas! That's a very dangerous gun. Maybe you better let me hang on to this one for you, huh? You don't mind, do you? No. You sure? No. Take it. I don't need it. <laughs> okay. like, but that, that, I think that's what, what makes this movie perfect for, for me. You know, other people yeah. might think not otherwise or whatever. But it's just that it's very comedic, but it's also serious and it's an action film. Yeah, but it never takes away when the comedy comes in and the jokes. It doesn't take away from everything around it. It just flows so perfect where you like the the beats of the film don't hurt any of the other parts of the film. Yeah, you know? like it, it just goes like just smoothly where it's not like oh that was dumb and then it's like oh that was good. Like it, it's just boom 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 boom. You know, um, and I'll say it now. I think this is why also too that made me like the fun fact that I recently found out about the, the movie and i was just like what like where my head exploded <laughs> but on on amazon there's a new doc series about the fat tuesdays at the comedy store yeah about about guy tory about his oh I, yeah i'm in the we're in the middle of that so, so i oh i didn't know I, i'm excited now so there's a moment in the film the after you know guy tory obviously being a comic was now kind of getting serious roles where you had him for a brief second in um, American, American History, History X. X. Yeah. And then, you know, slowly that's where he was branching out and doing more and more. Now, he had a show, you know, just spotlight some time, but a certain person happened to do time right before him, murdered the crowd, and that happened to be Chris Tucker. Oh, shit. It was one time my manager told me, hey, do your best shit tonight. You know, we got some people coming to look at you for this movie. I said, cool. The description of the character was a black man who's funny like Eddie Murphy, sings like Prince, and dances like Michael Jackson. At the same time, I got a call from this comic, say, hey man, I want you some time tonight. I said, okay. So I went on stage, did my set, had the people dying. This other comic who called me went up, blew the roof off, like you can look up and see the moon. It went crazy, just we're like, what the, f where did that happen? They ended up getting a roll over me. The movie was Fifth Element, and that was Chris Tucker. Whoa! 
See, I didn't know that. Chris Tucker's like, I didn't know that. Like, Holy didn't shit. Know that he stole the <laughs> oh, role. damn. Like, it was, oh, wow. it was unintentional. He's like, right there. He was like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. So, yeah, originally, Guy Tori was supposed to be in the fifth element. But oh, if it wasn't man. for Chris Tucker just murdering that set, then, yeah, who knows? Like, it, it's one of those things where he happened to be at the right place at the right time. Like, who knows? Like, think about it. Would that movie still be the same if no. Guy Tori was that character? There's you know? no way because, see, Chris Tucker, like, he, even though Guy Tori had a high, high, he could do a high voice too. I think, like, Chris Tucker would have, like, there's no way. Like, he, this is his role. Like, no one could ever be able to pull this off. Like, you know how, like, we've talked about this, like, there could never be another Joker, Jack Nicholson and stuff, but everybody could play it their own way. But when you see Ruby Rod, this is how you want this character to be all high and like, like, like high, high pitched voice and like being all quick and, you know, all this yeah. because he based it off of Prince and Michael Jackson. Beyond the amazing costumes, Chris also found inspiration for the unique character of Ruby Rod in modern pop culture. Well, I took a, took a little bit from a lot of different people. I took uh, something from Michael Jackson, something from Prince, and I sort of mixed them together and uh, made that character. I have a recording of a talented voice. Made it wild and funny and loud and you know, arrogant, flamboyant and all that stuff. Like, and... I mean, and, it, and when I when I I, I had forgotten about that because when the movie for I was still at home living at home when it came out on DVD special edition, I watched all everything behind this because it's a massive disc. It's a double disc. And I forgot all of that. I don't remember any of that shit. So I started rewatching some of the special editions and I saw that and I was like, yeah, like, that's so true. Like the whole flamboyantness of like the way Prince was, but he was getting all the ladies. That's what Ruby Rod was. Like that's yeah. how he was, you know. And and it's just like the way he's like, come in, Nala. Yeah. <laughs> and then he walks. <laughs> and he, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, and then he like smacks the lady in the face, like, ah! and it's like so quick and fast and everything. And that's when he's like, yeah, tomorrow from five to seven, can you please? <laughs> he's like, can we be green? Hmm? Yeah, he's like, let me talk to you. Hmm? Uh, it's like it's so great, you know. It's like I love. It. He's like, come here. Come here, my man. He's like, oh my god, they're coming. Oh. <laughs> um, hi. Unbelievable. Wither, ladies, wither. He's gonna set the world on fire. Right here from five to seven, you know everything there is to know about that demon. His dreams, his desires, his most intimates of intimates. And what I'm looking at, intimate is this stud muffin's middle name. So tell me, my man. <laughs> You nervous in the service? I just remembered to, and then also too when he's like on the the roof and the yeah the the Mangalores or yeah the Mangalores when uh, Bruce well when Corbin's underneath and he shoots that perfect oval and then he's like why do well I mean he yeah. screams and he falls yeah. down he's like ah! <laughs> count to ten why do they He's like, cow, it's fine. Don't move. What? 
Because he goes like that, he's like, he's like, oh, come here, my man. He's in trouble. He's in trouble. Oh man, he's like, I think he's trying to signal me. And he's like, he's like putting his fingers up, like trying to get him, like. And then that's when he steps and he hits him. He's like, ah, he's like, sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because it, technically in the film that's a live broadcast, but imagine if that was real. Like if they would have dropped that as a podcast and just listen <laughs> to that over and over. <laughs> Uh, well that even though hell the president is listening to the broadcast yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing just, there's moments when it you know it, it cuts to devo and when uh which that that's pretty <laughs> cool that those two are in the same movie together yeah you know, that's true you know though they don't share screen time together they are in the same movie together but everyone saw him as devo they're like i don't know about devo yeah <laughs> you got 20 seconds <laughs> well uh, speaking of screen time about well with you know because they those two never shared screen time together but i think what one thing that is is, is very crazy about this film about the main villain and then the main character in this movie the hero they, yeah the hero they never meet yeah that's and, crazy right and there's only one shot in the whole film without no cutaways or anything that they're they're in the same frame for a split second. yeah like yeah they're they're um yeah they're in the same shot like because it's the elevator scene right or they're well, waiting the, well, the, the ex the no 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 um after they're escaping the the cruise ship when they're taking the, the i don't want to say escape pod but the they're going back into their ship and that's oh, i when, thought that's like they're getting on an elevator to go to the pod no, well, it, yeah, well, whatever um, doors those those are, yeah, whatever the doors yeah, they are. So when they go up, that's when Gary Oldman's character comes down for. So it's like they barely miss each other within like a like a, a second, but yeah. that's the only time that that they're almost on the same frame. Yeah. Of, of a other scene. than that, they never they, interact yeah. with each other. They don't know each other. Nothing. Yeah, and then like everyone as a whole, like the whole movie is great. Like, like again, this movie was released in 1997 um and it was directed by luke fasson who did one of one of my other favorite films uh leon the professional uh it's um and this one it it cost the budget was 90 million and the box office was was a hit. it made 263 million and the thing is you kind of touched on it earlier um but like watching it and i'm like dude like the, uh, the visual effects still look amazing. Like, it looks freaking good. Like, like especially that whole chase scene through the city and the flying cars. Oh, like, yeah. man, that's, like, badass. It's still good. Like, none of it looks bad. Like, even the creature effects, like, the the practical work, all of that. Like, I, I like it. It's it's still good when it comes. I'm not watching it being, like, fringy. Like, oh, that looks kind of cheesy. That you are fire. <laughs> <laughs> that imagine that like we could just open our window and like the the guy pulls up to your house and you're just eating <laughs> he's like very probably, good we'd probably be all fat <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> you never have to leave your yeah, house that's like that's equivalent of the elote man just walking yeah. around you know <laughs> comes up stand, to your like, oh here comes the chinese food come here <laughs> where was the toilet 
I don't know. <laughs> That's the one thing I noticed watching it this it's time. It's just one of those shoots of... <laughs> <laughs> right? That's probably how they do it. You just sit on the toilet and, and like, or like a little tube and it goes... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, that was the male one. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up like, <laughs> he's like, oh, my male's cup. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, very bad luck, <laughs> but no luck is good luck, <laughs> and this is a bunch of shit. <laughs> the only thing that cracks me up is that, like, I do have this only. The only complaint I have about this whole movie is that oh, I'm curious. Is that the song that plays? couple of times when like it's comedic or like that i could have done without it a couple of times like, you don't oh, like that I, it does it a lot, lot right yeah one or two but like throughout the whole <laughs> film yeah, it's like, like when he when he's choking Like, it, it, yeah, every now and again, they'll play that little, like, little happy beat throughout the movie. I, I, I liked it because it's I mean, kind of like, I can't. I I, next time I, I rewatch, I, I, I'm going to count it, count it, like how many times it gets played in the film. Because <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, it's the, the, the cherry choking scene. Yeah. Uh, the part where Corbin puts the, the lieutenant and, and, yeah, um, when and they show up. That's the second time. Imagine it's only two times in the film. <laughs> <laughs> no, I but, know there's a third time. There is a third time. I want to say it's like two or three. Who is it? Huh? Who is it? Um, my wife. You remarried? Yes. Isn't it? Is it the bomb? Oh yeah, the bomb is another. Yeah, one. that that's the one where he goes. He's like, no, 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 no. If it were the bomb, you know, because he goes, it's a, it's a, it's a. What was this thing with all these numbers? It's 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 a, it's a, it's a, no 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 we just one, one is fine, two more is like, eh. I <laughs> uh, I, uh, what you call it? Um, I have like, I, I wrote a bunch of notes from the movie, but like, I'll, I'll just like go through it. But like, like I said, like, the one thing that really uh caught me on this film was the fact that it was an end of the world movie because I've always, that was like in the 90s, we were hitting that with like Deep Impact and freaking Armageddon, and like, I've, I've always liked like the like something where like planned like independence day stuff like that so when i heard this movie was like that that's what really attracted me to this film and like i like uh what's her name mila jovovich but only in this movie because any other film is garbage bruce willis like he's in an interview when he was on k-rock on um, kevin and bean they asked them like what was like what movies did you like love being in what were like kind of some of your favorite roles and one of the first one he answered, he said, the fifth element. He's like, I had a lot of fun doing that one. And it made me happy to hear because I was like, Bruce Willis, like this is after like hearing of the whole Kevin Smith 
debacle and shit. And I was like, knowing that he enjoyed filming this movie, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Gary Oldman, great fucking villain, as usual. He always plays villains and being his like Zord character, like it, it, it was good. Like as as a whole, like I like um the priest, the the little priest, the yeah. his friend, you know, like because that's that's like, wh- then that's funny because I always thought of him and Elsa. <laughs> the wait what no no sorry the the captain in, in uh oh yeah 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 the little in, bit in, part right yeah i, I was like, yeah Lee Evans. yeah <laughs> yeah because he comes because that see that's what makes me wonder because it the, there's nowhere there's no deleted scenes on that but it made me wonder it was like because that's such like he is a very well-known actor or like comedian from the uk and he's playing this tiny little role. Like, I'm wondering if there is more to it because he literally comes in. He's like, how many on there? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And he looks like all quick. All like, he's like, there's four in the left, five in the right. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. How many more out there? Uh, I, I don't Let's know. Count. Send someone to negotiate. I, 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 I've never negotiated. I... You mind if I try? No, no, sure, sure, sure. We're sending somebody in to negotiate! Anybody else want to negotiate? Where did he learn to negotiate like that? I wonder. It, I don't know. It's a it's a badass scene. Uh, a good a good movie. Right now, too, on uh on Instagram with like the filters and stuff. You know how people like do filter, like the video. Like right now, the. Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, right now, a popular one, and it takes from the Fifth Element is the opera scene. Oh, really? So, so a bunch of people are doing that scene because <laughs> it makes your head like, well, it just puts your face on on that girl, and then it has the background, and people are just trying to like mimic it. So like they're yeah. looking it, but like some people are doing it pretty funny, and while others are trying to take it serious. But yeah, right now that's like a popular thing on Instagram where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> only one actually made me laugh and the other ones were like eh, whatever it's but, a cool scene you know that that whole scene is just iconic i mean that, that was one where i mean i'll listen to it I'll, I'll try to find it on youtube and just listen to the you know yeah i find it Still, it's just that, that that's like one of those things that when people think about that movie they think about that scene because like, that's one one that stands out why are the stones in her stomach <laughs> that's one <laughs> question we never got <laughs> because okay so the like all right let how me how me figure this out so growing up watching this movie and i was just like i always there's always that part where she's on stage and then you see like as if she gets shot right like that's because Lilu got shot, right? Yeah. Right. I'm thinking it's it, so because she's connected to the stone. So when Lilu gets shot, she gets shot, or or does she just get shot by a Mangalore? Maybe. See, I always wondered that. Maybe that's like a like kind of like a Harry Potter thing in a way. Or not. I mean, it was like ahead of time, but maybe it's like a British British thing because like yeah. That, I mean, they're technically connected. That's her Horcrux. So the moment that Lilu got shot, she's like. I got like, I don't know. <laughs> I took shit. Why'd because, I put them in me? <laughs> because at the same time, like that, that's 
I know there's theories of like why are they like while she's singing, so is Lilu like moving like that. So yeah, how it goes back and forth, back and forth. But like her being the fifth element and her having the elements in in her body, like that's that sense of like them having connection. I, I don't I don't know. Like I mean, no no one really knows why they're in her stomach. You can't really tell like they're in there anyways until yeah. like she like pulls them out. And of course, that's one of the parts where Ruby's like kind of making the commentary about like pulling out the stones out of her stomach. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, all right, let's say let's say Mila, I mean, uh, Lilu didn't get shot. All right. And they met her. Were they just going to cut her open and take them uh, out or is she going to just... poop them out? Like, that's the one thing that that makes me because she's dead. So, of course. He's going to rip her open and pull them out because yeah. like, the stones are in me. And then that's when, uh, like, he's like, here, he's like, hold a gun. You ever hold a gun? He's like, I've never hold a gun. He's like, he's like, if he moves, shoot him. And then that's when he's like, he's like, oh, he's like holding it. What, 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 what you want me to do? Come on, put your hand on. Oh put your hand on. Got it? Hold it. What, what would I do? If you move, squeeze the trigger. I don't feel right. I don't feel right, Cobra. Cobra, I, I got a headache, Cobra. This ain't me. Ruby. Ah! Oh, sorry. 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 Huh? Things will be okay. <laughs> and he knew she. <laughs> He's like, sorry, sorry, man. Is he gonna be okay? Um, but yeah, like that. That was. It makes me wonder. Like, if none, nothing bad happened whatsoever, how were they supposed to get the stones out of her? She'd be like, hold on, let I mean, me go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, probably she might have. She probably would have just sacrificed herself. I guess I don't know. Like I, I never. Thought I mean, that. how she put him in her in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the priest would have known right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sorry, <laughs> just stabs and shanks her. Is <laughs> 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 all mankind. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hold on, I could have taken them out. Wait, nah. <laughs> oh man um you know another thing too whenever i warm up chicken in the microwave i always go chicken <laughs> that's another one that i quote too <laughs> or 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 uh when when uh the 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 friend the priest david when he's like here we have this uh makeup kit you just put it on you and he hands it to her and then she goes Tanku. i i do that <laughs> <laughs> i say thank you like that Tanku. <laughs> but of course the the biggest one is that multipass <laughs> yeah multipass everybody does that Lilu dallas multipass multipass she knows it's multipass Lilu dallas my wife we're newlyweds just met you know how it is, bumping to each other, sparks happen. Yeah, she knows it's a multi Yeah. Anyway, they're in love. And then, like the the scene, like it's there's a deleted scene, but when you see all the trash in the airport, like I didn't know what that was, like the the whole thing, like oh, there's a bunch of trash. But I guess there's a deleted scene where there's these aliens are on strike, and that's why you see all this massive trash uh -huh. all like all up on there, you know. And that's where he's at the bar, and we have the whole thing where he's like talking about the fifth element. He does the you want some more? <laughs> you want some more? <laughs> Seriously, that is one that we freaking there is never gonna go away. We're always gonna say that. Like, there's so many lines in movies, and that's one of those that stays with me with this film. Is you want some more? Um, how do the point system works with the the license? I never understood that because he he didn't cause the accident when Lilu jumps and she lands in the the ta the taxi. It's like you've been in an accident. It's like. 
So in the future, it doesn't matter if it's your fault or not. You automatically get points deducted on your license just by being in an accident because it wasn't even his fault. So I like I don't I don't understand why it, it would register that. Oh, you lost points because then that means like any accident you're in, you lose points because that wasn't his fault. Lilu just fell in. You know, I don't know. It's just it's weird how like the point system works, because that's when like he talks to that guy like on the phone. He's like, hey, guy, you know, I need you uh, to come deliver the taxi. The guy that he's talking to. Oh, yeah, in which there, yeah. In which there's always a scene that always seemed weird to me because it's like if I were on the phone, if I were the boss, like, all right. So <laughs> after he does, you know, he takes Lilu around on the adventure. That you know, they go scene. I like too because of the song that's like because the score for that that scene like yeah I, I don't know I, I don't even know how to describe it as but it, it's pretty cool it's like yeah, it's like like it, it almost sounds like I mean, I, I could be completely wrong, but like a, a Bollywood style song like that's what that's what the, the music sounds like when they're like driving around, you know, and he's he's flying through the skies because there's a well one the McDonald's if you're the tray, he puts it they're on a drive through. Right. And he puts the tray outside his window, all all the food. Right. Isn't it the moment he hits the gas, all that shit going to fly off? I don't know. I, no, he. I think uh, it's on a tray because the moment that Corbin, I don't, cried, he's I, like, honestly, I don't remember him having it outside. I just know. Yeah, because like, he that, said that, he gets it. He's like, thank you, and he's like, have a nice, and then look out. That's yeah, well, it. because all the he hits the food that's hanging because it's on a tray, and he puts it, and then he's holding the sodas, and then for some reason when he crashes, he squeezes the soda all oh, over yeah, himself, yeah, yeah. and he goes whoa you know so oh, that whole chase sequence and everything right when he gets back he le he drops off lilu with the with the priest and when he leaves her there and stuff like that he goes back and then that's when his buddy calls him i was on my way over to see you and a big fair fell on my lap you know one of these really big fairs that you just can't resist how oh, how big Five nine, blue eyes, long legs, great skin. You know, perfect. Uh -huh, I see. And this uh, perfect fair, she got a name. And then he's like, "Did he's like it was a girl?" He's like, "Does she have a name?" And then he lays down, right? But then he's like breathing <laughs> On his stomach. With yeah. His legs <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like breathing slowly, like. <sighs> like that and then he takes a while to respond so if i'm like the guy his buddy on the phone i'm thinking like hey bro are you jerking off right now like what are you doing <laughs> i've been like uh why would he call you back <laughs> right because he's like doesn't like that he's like <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> it's him trying to look for his lotion and tissue like <laughs> you want some more <laughs> you want some more <laughs> i always always man i always thought of that like hey guy like what are you doing i can hear a zipper like the fuck are you doing <laughs> 
because watch that that scene he's like he's like so that fair got a name and then that's when he lays down like uh, like all like happy and then it takes him a while to say lilu and he's like lilu huh but yeah it, he's like a good pause and a gap in him like all like i was like if i'm the friend yeah man like what the fuck <laughs> but yeah fucking the fifth element let's see what else i got on my notes right here before we oh yeah 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 so the the whole scene in the hotel when the bomb when they have the bomb going off like i mean not going off but the timer and they're trying to rush out and you see gary oldman he goes back because that's when he does his like i am very disappointed and he flies back and while he's walking around to go like i've never noticed it before because we i have surround sound now so that's how i was watching it but and it was eerie there's a wolf sound throughout the yeah you hear it like so while the whole music is playing the score and he's walking around to the room to stop the bomb yeah. there's you hear a, a wolf howl every now and again and it just sounds eerie and scary and i've never noticed that before i was like the fuck i don't know it was just I weird. Didn't, I didn't know that. One of my favorite scenes is at the end where freaking they they save they save everybody. They they save the world and shit. And Lilu just destroyed the planet. And then that's when when you uh you see uh David, he goes, Yeah! And, <laughs> <laughs> and Ruby gets scared. He's like, ah! He's like, ah, every time they're screaming, there's a bomb or something. <laughs> He's like, I'm out of here, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that's i wish we would add a spin-off movie just with ruby rod man <laughs> what's wrong with you just scream your car every five minutes there's something a bomb or something i'm leaving actually i do have one la a another complaint about the whole film ah what i mean it's not really the film but it's just the the song choice i just hate that that ending song where it's like, <laughs> like i don't know i just <laughs> <laughs> like i get the moment but the song that they use for it like i'm like yeah because everything sounds perfectly fits for the future the movie yeah. that takes place in you know i don't know when it takes place but in the some far like, future some cheesy alternative maybe lynn i don't know if it was lynn <laughs> but just whatever it's, all, it's still my sunshine <laughs> <laughs> enough for me still my sunshine and it's just them rolling around <laughs> <laughs> that or that other one <laughs> it's all loveful love me love me say it's all like 97 songs and shit <laughs> wait all right it's the far future right when does this movie take place because if it's so far in the future how do they still have phone books i don't know <laughs> <laughs> because when 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 he shows up with Lilu to the to the uh the freaking the priest because he's like uh he's like I'll look, he's like Cornelius when he shows up to Cornelius he's holding her he's like he's like uh he's like weddings are from three to four or whatever on Saturdays and he's like no this isn't a wedding and he walks in he's like I'm looking for you is like he's like you're the only Cornelius in the phone book I'm like 
at this point, because where we are, like we phone books, phone books are are freaking non-existent anymore. We don't need phone books. So it's funny that in the future we we went back and now we brought phone books back. That and telephones that are like a landline because that's how he has a phone in his house. They don't have cell phones. He has a phone. So it's just kind of funny that like here's a movie that that was in '97 or was filmed like in '96. You know, it was in the future, so they're still using technology that no longer exists in the future. It's just kind of weird, you know. Like it's the, like I guarantee you, if they made the movie now, it wouldn't be a taxi; it'd be a guy driving an Uber, <laughs> 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 right? That's what it would be, you know. And he'd have his cell phone, and he'd be able to be in the car and be like, ah, "Her name is Lilu," and shit like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, i don't know it, it's so cool there you go. that's the point system right there yeah <laughs> and then oh every now and again uh i'll this is more to myself when i'm trying to see something and i i have to turn on my light and I, it's usually when i'm by myself because i i won't do it at night because it's loud but i'll, I'll do it in my head um you know whenever i need to get i can't see and i need to use my flashlight i always go aziz light that's another one because it's like i can't see i need light you know poor kid man he's just like has to hold the stupid (laughs) everybody else gets to play and have fun and aziz is the one that's stuck having to hold it for the the fucking priest i forgot about that yeah because he's right <laughs> he's like, oh, thank you, Aziz, very much. Because in the beginning, that's the one thing I like. How like they they for the audience, they they tell you the the what's gonna happen because he's like studying everything. He's like, oh, let me just go over it again, and then he basically is repeating himself to tell for the audience. Because you see Luke Perry, he's writing. He's like, yeah, yeah, Fifth Element, and he's just like drawing and shit. Um, but it's like I want to know those like before we end the episode, like. Those robots, the whatever they were supposed to be, uh, the Lilu robots, mm-hmm. um, they look weird. They look like giant, like I don't know what the hell to describe them. What 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 are they, like pol- not not polar bears, I, I don't know, like turtles, right? Like almost like giant have, moving. They, they have they have turtle like round bodies, but they have like duck heads. Ma- Mando Sean 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 ones. No, no, but they, they do have—they have like a duck-looking type of like, like they have a bill, that's for sure. Yeah, but I—I I don't know. They, yeah, they walk like like turtle shells or whatever. Yeah, and that—that's the reason why it's spoiler. That's the reason why they die in the beginning because they—they <laughs> like walk so slow, so he like sticks out his hand, you know. It's like take the key, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he says, he's all for the right time again, and then just passes out from priest to priest. He's like, priest. hurry, there's still time. He's like, there is no time, only life, or something like that. And yeah, he puts the finger out, and the priest goes like that. In which... And all he goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if, it, if you could hear it screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the oil and all that just... <laughs> 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 or they do like a uh um austin powers he's like hello i'm very badly hurt maybe if you could help me <laughs> or or they do it like in mystery science theater 3000 where he's like help <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should do <laughs> 
man if you guys have never seen mystery Stardust 3000 there's this scene the i movie. mean yeah the movie and i love it when he's like cow get out this smells the high heaven come on cow cow stuck ah! <laughs> <laughs> but when they go back right when they have the key shouldn't the robot still be there like like they open it and the robot's completely gone there's like nothing there um yeah, you're right. I don't you're know right. about that. The robot should be there. And also, too. <laughs> it's like in the cartoons, all squished. <laughs> like, you see it as a rug in the priest's room. <laughs> Ancient artifact. <laughs> that would make more sense. He's gone before. But that's what they look like, right? Why does it, like, when they rebuild it, why does it rebuild to a human? Yeah, that's but, one thing I never understood, too. And because I, I remember as a kid, I, I never got that where it, it showed like, because I was like, why does she have the memory of these aliens? And, and <laughs> yeah. then with them getting gunned down, and I'm like, oh, that's her? <laughs> like, yeah. Ow. But I don't know. I mean, that's the future. But yeah. But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The, the 1997 film, The Fifth Element. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So this week's song of the week, before we go, I'm going to give you a song of the week that was an album that was released in 1997 and based on our guest here uh, is probably it is one of his favorite bands out there. The album that I'm going to give you is was released. It's called OK Computer by Radiohead. Uh, they're a they're a small time indie band, right? <laughs> <laughs> what if what if, where does this rank for you? This album, where does it rank? Because because my brother here, he loves Radiohead. So um, I'm, I'm going to ask would, him some. It would be third now really it, yeah well uh a moon shaped pool that became like a number one for me for like the longest time in rainbows was just like number one and then it then underneath it would be okay computer and then kid a and, and then and so forth um okay computer and kid and uh in rainbows have always been like back to back for me you know, and, and and just albums that i don't skip like i just played through on them and then a moonshake pool came out and then yeah. that became like that album got me through so much so that was one was like that was another one where i was able to listen from front to back yeah and i was like one of those ones where i was like just crying listening to it <laughs> but a another cool thing about it is that somebody uh figured out and and they made the statement that like they're like oh well finally somebody figured it out but okay computer and in rainbows even though like they're like almost yeah uh they're 10 years apart um they're synced together really so if you play track one of uh okay computer and then track one of in rainbows they, they flow so it's like track one track one track two track two and then there's a moment where you had to play two uh, i forgot what album like two tracks in a row because there, there's more uh, track songs and OK Computer than in Rainbows, but yeah, so if it you just, you play them simultaneously at the exact same time. They flow no, no, together not as a playlist. Oh, oh, okay. So, but so. like you know how like when a song goes on, like like you know when certain songs they they has like a, a certain beat and it just connects to the next song. But you yeah. don't have to change it. That's why there's. Uh, I mean, the play you can look it up and, and how to do the proper order. But the playlist is actually called OK Rainbows. Mm. And yeah, there, there's this cool little uh, playlist with that. I, I, I tend, I have it on my phone saved like that. Yeah. Because it's pretty cool. 
Um, and it just makes the, the albums longer and you can enjoy both at the same time. But yeah, yeah. OK Computer is just one of those albums that kind of, it, it changed the game uh, for for their career, you know, because they were more about that, like that early, early you know, that grunge pop or, or whatever from like Pablo Honey and, and the bands that kind of put them on, on the map. And then I don't know where OK Computer comes out and that just blew them up even more than what they are today. Obviously, they're one of those bands that are hard to get tickets for. If you get tickets, you know, I, I'm lucky to say that I think I, I forgot the 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 number where I'm at of how many times I've seen them. I mean, I went to, to Chicago to go see them, you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, they're just one of those bands that I I want to see in different states because I know it's a little easier to see them than it is out here in L.A. Yeah, because it, it looks like their last album was in 2016. Yeah. Because this uh, this movie was released in 1997, I'm going to the 1997 album that Radio had released, and based on my brother being on loving them, my my song of the week this week is Paranoid Android from the album. It's um, the name is actually taken from Marvin the Paranoid Android from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So I always I was like, oh, I like that. So yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the song of the week this week. All right. Well, before we go, we uh, let our guests plug themselves and everything that they're there. They have. So go take, go from here. Uh, you can also listen to me on the brothers bear podcast, which I'm pretty sure you you've thrown out there to make the listeners listen to. Uh, yeah. I'm the second uh, co-host, the other half of the brothers bear podcast. Uh, I didn't even bring this up earlier, but I know I probably talked about it in the past too, that I am a, a comedian as well. I run a monthly show uh, once a month in Bowen Park and twice a month. I also in the same location, I, I do uh, an open mic as well, which is actually kind of growing more and more uh, by each open mic and the show itself is kind of getting bigger and bigger as well. Um, the comics I'm booking are some of, you know, friends, but also some of the like up and coming comics that I feel that everyone should check out. And also too, it's, I'm bringing shows that are not in LA. It's easy to park. You're not having to deal with the parking situation because that's what sucks about these little independent rooms that are doing shows that are, you know, good, yeah. but it sucks when it comes to parking because, you know, either you're trying to find street parking or you're paying like 15 bucks for some random lot and you're kind of like i don't know if i want to put my car here you know you don't know if, <laughs> you don't know if you're gonna come back to your yeah car it's all gone um but yeah I, I, i've been doing comedy uh i have a, 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 some upcoming gigs as well the next uh it's comedy enjoyed is on the 26th of this month in bond park uh my instagram is uh medro m-e-d-r-o underscore comedy um and yeah you can find me on there i hopefully i i just recently submitted for a festival for arizona so see how that goes if i get selected or not but i mean you can follow me on my socials and see if you like my comedy you could give me a shout out or something i don't know (laughs) uh i'm in the midst of right now of starting uh my own podcast right now of interviewing uh, comedians that I know, and then hopefully that will spark, you know, to get some actual big time guests. Uh, talk briefly about comedy, but I really want to know about people's lives. Uh, of obviously, we know that who I'm interviewing, they're comedians, but I also want to know their stories, like the good, the bad, and the ugly side of their lives. But why they still continue to get up there? What is their motive? 
that pushes them to still get up on stage, even though they've had these tragic events happen to them or, or anything like that. It doesn't have to be tragic or not. I just want to know people's lives and, you know, what they did to cope with things as well. Uh, I'm still in the midst of like trying to come up with a name. I have either calling it, it's comedy, enjoy it, you know, or life is comedy because I've always liked how that sounded to me for a while, because I was almost going to be the show name for a bit of uh, life is comedy. Um, or I was going to do that as like a production name, but it, it, either way, it, it's either going to be one of the two, but pretty soon there'll be another podcast about comedians talking and not so much about the, the comedy, but more about their lives. Yeah. It'll be like comedians, uh, getting Tommy's and talking comedy or something. <laughs> 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 Imagine that'd be badass. <laughs> like, so, uh, tell me about your while you're eating Tommy's and these chili cheese fries. <laughs> All right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's been fun traveling back to 1997, talking about one of the greatest science fiction films for me, honestly, of all time. Uh, reminiscing about AMC theaters or not, yeah, and seeing Nicole Kidman, in which I found uh, some of the clips. I'm gonna end up watching them in a bit. Of- <laughs> But I think it's time we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future.
You want some more? This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.